You're listening to the Did You Hear Show. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, folks. Here it is. With your host, Jason Garvey. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Did You Hear Show. I'm joined by my cone host. Cone host. Cone host. Mr. Jason Farrell. Jay, yeah. how are you? I'm fantastic. Yeah. Good to be back. Fresh trim. Fresh trim, yeah. Feel good? Looks all right on that telly, doesn't it? Actually, no, it's a bit of a dodgy angle. It's good to have you back, sick, no? Thank yeah, you. It's good to have you, you back. You kept yeah. the seat warm and you held down the fort. Fair play to you. He done well, didn't he? He was fantastic. I'm he not was. Gonna lie. He's a dog. black belt. He dude. has it in him, though. Do you know what I mean? We've been saying it for weeks. Like, it, should <laughs> be, it should be on the desk. That's why we don't have him uh, excluded over there. We have Martin on the decks. Martin, what's happening, brother? Not a whole lot, my friend. Yourselves? All good? All good. All, all good after a little adventure this morning. Yeah? Yeah, that was fun. We'll jump straight into we're it then, will we? Famous. <laughs> we'll talk about that, yeah. Yeah, we'll, famous. yeah we'll talk about that. We had an adventure Jay. before that adventure as well, Jake. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. There's a few adventures today. We may as well dive in. Start from the like beginning of the morning to where we end up going. Yeah, I, mean? I, I will, but I want to introduce the guest first because it's part of the story. It, it was a segue, though. I know, you know I, mean? I know what you mean. I yeah. see what you were doing there. Yeah, yeah. I see that. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't get that. <laughs> it's, it's the lack of chemistry that we have that people like. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's a good point. Today's guest is a mother, yoga instructor, a podcast master at this stage, I'd say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the woman herself, Miss Yoga, Jen. I was saying yin yoga gym. Yeah, I was going to say that See, it's yin yoga gym. Nervous he is. He's nervous. Are you nervous? Oh, I'm sweating. Absolutely. He's, not, he's all sweating. zen from this morning. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, did he I'm, say I'm yoga? Ab- I'm still asleep. What? Did you say yoga? He's no. yogurt. He said did yin I? yoga. Yeah, I think he did. Did I? Yeah. Marble notes. I'm just starving. Um, Jen, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I feel like we've had uh, we've had a good day. Yeah, we had a great day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speak for yourself. Ours <laughs> <laughs> went a little bit sour. So, Jay, I'll let you take over since uh, since you wanted to touch on it. Tell us what happened today. Well, what was the plan of action? So, the plan, obviously, we were going to do a yoga class with Jen. Yeah. And, obviously, on our travels, we're heading down the motorway. And you mentioned that we're being followed. I'm going to take this so out just because people don't want to hear me chill. Good start, yeah. So I turn around, obviously give the dodgy look where I'm like, who the fuck's following us? I'm scared of following us, isn't it? My hand goes to take a picture of them and then all of a sudden, just pull us over. I, n- I nearly thought that that was like the most stupidest thing you could do. I just wanted to, I wanted people to know that I was going to put up on it and just say like, they are out following us across the M50 and we're just going to yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what, what the fuck is going on? And that's how the conversation went down. <laughs> and like that's that what I was thinking, I'll get a little sneaky picture and that'll make a funny story. So that's what I was doing there. <laughs> but that's what it was because the three lads in the car and we're all like, I'm wearing black. You, he's majority in black, black shorts, black Three body warm mats. and all. Three <laughs> yoga mats. Yeah. That's like brand we're, spanking, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was really taken out of plastic beforehand, <laughs> yeah. so he didn't think less of us. <laughs> we were uh, we were in the car and all of a sudden they come up and they're like great names and all. Where are you from, Clondalkin? What are you doing, Clondalkin? This time, why is coming over here? Going to yoga. Going to yoga. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. The face was just dropped when he said that. License, insurance, blah, blah, blah. Your name, your oh, name, your name. Drill. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, Absolutely. Stop. You should have just yeah. whipped out the mat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, but we mentioned, oh, no, it's because we have a guest coming on the podcast and all. That kind of won, won over for Jay. Yeah, to be yeah, fair. yeah. Jay handled himself very well. Yeah, because I was, Martin was being a smart little fuck and I was like, Martin, give it <laughs> yeah, a fuck like, off. Like, no, like, uh, no, no, you could you never going to win. No, so that's asked, a complete exaggeration. They asked me my name and I told them. <laughs> no, no, he was there. He went like this. Jay. Martin Murray. With the camera out. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to record him. On the live. Stop. It was just a pure... Not got thing to do oh, because you, if it was you driving, it'd be a different story. Nice hat, bro. 
پنج پا Yeah, I know, but when you say a bag of sausages, you think about <laughs> the case of being a bag mate. It's a bag of sausages. I'm trying, sausages. To, I'm trying to find this woman. Yeah, but when we went in, we had we were greeted by a woman who watched the show. Um, yeah. Elaine is her name. Um, she was saying, wasn't she? How are you, Elaine? How are you, Elaine? We made sure to uh, to drop in again, get a picture with you next time. Maybe Jay was sure you just wanted to get in and out, didn't you? We just wanted this bag of sausages. You know what? I wasn't used to feeling famous. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> Is that I how know. you felt, Jay? Yeah. Going off with the fingers and stuff. Give me blue tick. You know what I And for a good thing. <laughs> Bit unusual, isn't it? Like. Uh, stop. Anyway, lads, we'll jump back in. Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know you and live on that rock. Tell us a little bit about you, what you do and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, I am teaching yoga now three and a half years. I have a background in mental health, homelessness and addiction. I was in the services for... 10 years, 10, 10 years, 10, 11 years. And I left, moved into teaching yoga. And the last three years, it just took off. Uh, it's really good, really busy at the minute. Uh, it's amazing. I've built up a built up a great little community. Um, You've done it pretty quick, haven't you? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've, uh, I feel like I've, yeah, well, I suppose it's, it, it, it's nearly the same to everyone, isn't it? Like, yeah. you, you ever see that picture where the ice is in the water and there's a big fucking... There's a load of walk underneath Yeah, that. yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it... Yeah. But yeah. To, to, to the average Joe Soap, like, I seen you blow up just before you went on the Lads Talking Bollocks podcast. Yeah. And from then, you just went from strength to strength to strength. How many followers are you on now? 16K, was it? 16,000, yeah. Yeah, and what were you on around the time you went on, on their the show? Lads, um... Oh, like about five, six, was it? I yeah. don't know, I can't so, remember. So, so it was in around that, I think, yeah. yeah. But yeah. even before that, like, you went from, like, 1K to yeah, 6K it jumped, pretty, pretty quick. quick. Yeah, yeah, you were just yeah. getting shared around like a mad thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. What that's the fuck? Grant, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Fuck's sake. Oh, jeez, I'm having a fucking storm at tonight, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I wouldn't mind. This is the one guess where I was like, this is not going to happen. <laughs> Don't fuck this that. one up. <laughs> oh so you were getting shared around like a mad thing and then... I was getting rallied around and then... <laughs> no. Oh sake, my Harry. God. No, look, your work was getting shared everywhere. Yeah. You were obviously helping a lot of people, but going back to, obviously, um, the counselling side of things, how did you manage to get into that? Where did that all stem from? Walking into services? Yeah. Um, where... Let me see, where, when did I start? When I found out I was pregnant, like up until I was pregnant, like my life was just manic. Mm. It was mental. From 14 to 25, like it was just a blackout, just carnage, just like whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, right, something has to change. And then I started to do counselling for myself. And I just always had these, uh, just this fucking question in my head, like what's wrong with me? Do you know what I mean? And, and off I went on a journey of discovering discovering myself. And I ended up uh, doing the counselling 
theory and addiction studies in UCD with Merchants Key. Right. And it's a two-year uh, course, which was absolutely brilliant. That just opened me up to all different, just different types of learning and into from it was mad because going from just carnage and being kicked out of school and kicked out of home in two years of college i never missed one day i loved it so how did you go from like being let's say that type of person to then being so driven and motivated by school like did you just feel you needed to get out of where you were before i i i had i had a baby and i was determined with every bleeding part of me that she just wasn't going to have that life I lived. Mm. Was and it a case of making you grow, sorry if I couldn't cross it, was yeah. it a case of like, like this is going to make me grow up or just in general get some shit together? Oh, the minute the doctor told me you're pregnant, that was it. Right, things are going to change. I don't know how I'm going to do it because I was a wreck. But how, how old were you when you had it? 25 when I had me. Right. 25. Just going on 26 when I had it. Right. And I had no emotional skills whatsoever. Um, I was, as soon as I had her, I got really bad postnatal depression. So that was horrific for the yeah. first two years. Like, yeah. my mind was gone. The day I had her, a couple of hours later, my mind just went. Right. And I've been on a journey, I suppose, even still today. I'm, I'm still healing. I'm still recovering. I'm still learning. Uh, and that's the way I just look at life is, what, what else is there I can learn about? What else is out there? Like, mm-hmm. I have just a real inquisitive mind. And I love, I love uh, when I meet someone that knows something that I don't know. Or like mm. I nearly sucked the knowledge. Like, what? How did you know that? Where did you get that? And mm. I just, I just, uh, I just think it's amazing when you go from having such a closed mind to not understanding life. Yeah. The, your mind just blown open, and you're fascinated with everything, and you learn to just see things a different way. You remember the time that that clicked for you because. Like you can be in a state of mind where you're just not absorbing any knowledge or information or wanting to learn about it. Then all of a sudden that changes. Now I know like having a child will do that to you as well, but was there a specific moment like or, or time of day around that you can remember where you're just like, you know, you need this, it, you need to take it. It wasn't in. a time of day. I went into a 12-step program. <coughs> right. And <coughs> the 12-step, the big book, it has changed my life. And although I'm not in fellowship anymore, I still live by the principles uh, that... I remember having a spiritual awakening due to the, the the steps in the book, and that was it. That has categorically changed my life. I would not be here today without it. I couldn't have learned what I learned. Yeah. Uh, it, it just brought, it was meant to be, it, it, it brought it all together. And I always tell people, like, I can't explain what it's like to have an awakening. You have to go and have your own one. Mm, but yeah. this is what I've done yeah. and this is what works for me and if it resonates with you like Stalin <laughs> come yeah. on over <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean and, no, and if brilliant. it doesn't work for you something else will just just keep finding keep finding your little way keep your mind open a little bit and how, how helpful have you been to others then like, like when did you first realise people were actually coming to you and seeking advice you know and that actually being a benefit considering everything you've went through you know for you to be able to give back to others yeah so I I think I've always had that, you know, I think when you grow up in such, uh, what's the word, like dysfunction, you know, you develop these kind of roles and you're always the caregiver or the fixer and and all that stuff. And I've (coughs) been everything. And I just had this thing that I think because I've been so hurt and I've been so broken that when I see someone else 
that's in pain like oh my heart like I, I I always wanted to run and save people and then as I started to go through life and I started to, to really look at myself and my behaviors I realized that I was quite an enabler and I would enable people and that's the worst thing you can do for somebody mm-hmm. like if you're struggling, there's no point in me keep trying to fix you or sticking bandages on you because it's it's robbing you of your experience. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I keep trying. I used to I used to be in these relationships and I would try and stop them fucking up their life and try and manage them as best I can. But it's taken away from you then. It's taken away from me, but it's it's very selfish because it's taken it away from them. Like you're trying to change somebody. Sometimes, thing. yes. Sometimes yeah. people have to go through painful experiences. To 100%. learn what the universe is trying to show them, and I tried to stop that for years in people. Yeah, yeah. But, people but need not to make their own path, though. Not right? in a bad way. Yeah, it yeah. Was always coming from. <coughs> yeah, a good place. Yeah. It was coming from a good place, but a lot of the time it was coming from a selfish need in me to fix people, because it, it it fills my needs of this lack that I had. This, th- like, if I fix you, that makes me feel good, and if you need me, that makes me feel good. Mm. Yeah. So it was a selfish thing, even though. But th- does it start out as a selfish thing, Jen? Well, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know it's a selfish thing because you're still asleep. Right. But did you ever find yourself, like, forgetting about yourself? and then Ah, the whole life. Yeah. The whole life. And then, then you learn, like, you, you'll get hurt so much and then when you start to do the work on yourself and people are around you who aren't doing the work, you learn your boundaries pretty fucking quick <laughs> <laughs> because you, you start to just see things like, well, I'm doing all this work on myself and you're over there doing fuck all. Like, yeah. so that has to be an energy exchange. Like, if, if, if you want to keep, I suppose, keep moving forward in your life, it doesn't help if there's certain people around you that just keep trying to pull you down, you know? Yeah. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll kind of levitate and gravitate towards different experiences yeah. that you need. Does it bother you when you see people who don't have that up and go in them? don't want to kind of do better and they're just kind of complacent and no it doesn't it doesn't bother it doesn't it doesn't bother me it kind of mm. hurts me for them that would make me really sad yeah nobody being able to see their potential in themselves or yeah, something like that like yeah. and i got that like i walked in homelessness for so long and uh jesus christ like you would just just it's very hard to explain like my heart would be so wide open that when you're walking with these people who they just have They've never been shown love. Mm-hmm. They've never understand what an act of kindness is like. Y- you felt that as a kid as well, though, didn't you? You didn't like. Uh, I was listening to a, a couple of podcasts and obviously watched a few interviews that you've done and stuff like that. Like y- you were saying that you never really felt love as a kid, and I really resonated with that because. You've said that before, yeah. I- I've said it umpteen yeah. times on this show that I have never understood love until I had a kid. Yeah. Because it was instant. Mm. And even now till this day, I still say like the only people I truly feel loved by is my two kids because they consistently yeah. show me. Do you know what I mean? So I I get completely where you're coming from there, and the people that are obviously homeless, like if you're homeless, that means it, it like it narrows down a lot of things. It means you're fucked out by your parents or you're lacking the bollocks and. That's that love you need from your mother and father to be there unconditionally. Like, my kid would never, ever be homeless. Mm. Do you know what I mean? In my opinion, anyway. Like, I could never see that happen. I'd never. So, the fact that you're saying they feel that way as well makes a lot of sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I also heard you saying, Jen, that um, 
you, you were with people kind of the last hours when they had uh, alcohol problems and stuff like that. What was yeah. what was that like? Jesus Christ, I can't imagine what that was like. Do you know what? In the the lockdown, when the lockdown happened, it actually brought up a lot of PTSD in me, which I've been really struggling with the last two years, and I'm kind of doing a lot of work around it at the minute, and I'm getting all the memories back mm. and the flashbacks, and it the, the trauma is actually stored in me body at the minute, and I'm working on on getting it out. Um, I remember the the doors of the shelter, the homeless shelter, opened one day, and they were like, uh, the hospital, somebody rang, uh, I would always be on the switchboard, and I would organise the beds for people in the city, and, right, you're getting someone sent down to you, and I was like, right, okay, and, uh, I'm very, uh, when they come in, I'd nearly, I'd want to wrap them up, you know, and uh, make them feel just welcome, and have a little pack for them, and, like, not everybody does that, sometimes mm. the door just opens, and they're into this gap with 80 men, and, some people are on their meds, some people are off it, and it's a fucking daunting experience to walk in. So I remember when the ambulance pulled up and this 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 man walked through the door and Jesus Christ, uh, he looked like a, a man from Auschwitz. That's what walked in the door. This was a man with terminal brain cancer. Oui. And he was coming in to, he was coming in basically to, this was the end of life for him. Mm. The hospital didn't want him and he had... Uh, mental health issues, but he wouldn't take any of his medication. He didn't trust him. And Patrick was his name. And uh, he was a beautiful man, a tiny little man with just a blanket, just a blanket wrapped around him. And we brought him in and we got him settled. And the next few months was just so bizarre because to watch someone so emaciated and to watch them not refuse any medication, any pain medication, and to listen to them crying out for their mammy like at that age... It's it's quite disturbing, mm. and I think I d- and I don't mean this in a fucking egotistical way, but there's something within me that I have that allows other people to feel safe, and for some reason, I was the only staff member. Me and one one other girl, I was the only staff member he'd let into his room, and I never made a big deal about it. I would just go in. All right, pa- I just talk to people the way they talk. Patrick, what's the crack? I'm coming in. And and you'd be just lying in the bed like a little bleeding, broken little man. And just for to, to even just to go in and sit on the end of the bed with him. And he would he would just tell you little stories. Like he, and he'd always say, Jen, I'm going back to me, mammy. I couldn't wait. Couldn't wait good to go back to heaven. It is mammy like. And How old was he, roughly? I, I say mid-50s. Right. Maybe late forties, like that's very young. That's very very young. young. That's very young, and (coughs) you have to understand that a lot, like the culture in Ireland, a lot of people who are probably street drinkers and drug addicts, and a lot of the the uh, the the homeless people, especially the older men, like they've come from a difficult uh, a difficult Ireland. You have to remember the, the stuff that happened with the churches and. Like this is the repercussions. Yeah, yeah. This is the repercussions down the yeah. line, <coughs> you know. So the knock-on effect. This is the knock-on. This is the knock-on effect, and you know, even our parents grew up in difficult situations where there was a lot of shame in in the communities, you know, and and you could see now why there was a disconnect with parents and their kids because everyone's trying to do their best, but not everybody had uh, an emotional understanding. Mm. You know. Yeah. I think obviously with s- social media now, I think you're held responsible for a lot more as well, though. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, if you look back when we were kids, like, look, let's face it, we probably all got punched around. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, a lot yeah. of our mothers and fathers would have been violent and stuff like that. And I just think people are held accountable now because of the lights of social media and things like that. And that's one of the positives from that. But back to um, Patrick, Jen, like, you have to be, like, very, like, you seem like a very emotional person would I be right in saying yeah. that yeah <laughs> I love so a good wind. yeah so you'd have to be like <laughs> I was, I was like, do we have tissues here like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at your eyes makes my eyes water do you know what I mean yeah. but um now you seem very emotional and like oh, I'd be quite emotional as well and I would mm. really struggle in a job like that how do you keep it together when and be a single parent and exactly be facing homelessness yeah, you, with your landlord like, you take that stuff home with yeah. you like that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. I you have to, but like it's it, I would imagine it'd be very hard. Oh, you do to. have to. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't. You can't turn it off. Yeah, have to. Like you can't not. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not switched. Like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a skill. Um, uh, I take me training very seriously. Uh, I think anybody who's walking in services, anybody who's teaching classes, anybody who's who's walking in a healing profession. You have to understand your ethics and boundaries, mm. and you know, it's 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 tough because at the start you want to save everyone, and there is there is a a point where you have to learn to leave it at the door, you know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know how, like obviously with the yeah. training that you've done has helped, but still, like e- even even you telling the story now, mm. we can feel it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. That it, it was difficult for you, even with the training. Like so, for an like example, I broke that's down a few <coughs> times in walk. Like yeah, well, no, I, I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine. I can so. imagine yeah, like but th- like, how do you continue mm. after one Patrick? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because no, then when there's a whole house full of yeah, them. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you'd have to be. Well, they say uh, if you walk in any kind of service like that, seven years is your max. Yeah, I heard you saying that before. Yeah, yeah. seven and years is, is your max. Did you even last seven years, or did you do the full I, seven I did, years? I did. I did three years in addiction services. I did three, two a year and a half in Kilmine, then went on to a methadone program for two years, and then I went into homelessness for seven years. And I tell you, by the end of them seven years, I was done. I was done. Uh, I remember one time the young was, Jen, Miss, is that the rubbing me cup? And I just, I remember just saying to myself, I have no patience anymore. It's after grinding me in because the work I love. But there was so much policies and like uh, politics and bureaucracy. Mm. It, it was it was like restricting me from doing the work that I love to do. And my love, my love for life is taking people. I feel I feel like I get people who are literally like just coming out of their shell. I feel like I get like little ducklings, mm. and then it's like nearly not me job, as in like I'm gonna fix them, but. I can kind of just guide people and put them on their feet. And then I'm like, right, now go on now <laughs> and, and live your life. And there was so much good work that you could do in services. But then with policies and procedures and you have to have this for fun, it, like, it, it restricts a lot of the work. And I knew I am not at my potential here. I can do so much more. And that's how I started to come away from services and out kind of on my own. I and I think I've had... <clears throat> A, 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 a good hopefully impact what what goes through your mind when you see the homeless crisis that is in the country at the minute and yet walking in yeah, in homelessness like what like what are your thoughts seeing these people on a day-to-day basis and on everything they're going through and yet you see on the news like it's we can safely say they just do not give a fuck like you know what i mean 
the homeless crisis in Ireland is fucking terrible. It's crazy that in 2022 someone has to sleep outside. It's yeah, exactly quite, it's like crazy. They, they've, cr- they've created a poverty trap within a poverty trap. So unfortunately, if you get into a bed, like you want to see the, the fucking job you have to try and even get a bed in, in homelessness. Like it takes a long time sleeping, sleeping rough to get a bed. And then there's all different stages and different, different, uh, different stages of different beds. Like one, you might have a rolling bed. That means you're only in for the night. You go back out and start again. You might get it back. You might, you might, you might get a three month bed or a six month bed. But what happens is when people go into hostels, this is where I used to get frustrated and confused is that you give them so much, you give them food and you give them money and they give them their clothes and you give them a place to stay. But none of that is empowering people. Mm. You're giving, giving, giving. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's a, there's a, an almost now a development of expectancy. Mm-hmm. Well, I want that. Mm. Well, I, well, give me that. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? And it's nobody, it's not the lad's fault. It's not the girl's fault. It's, it's what they're being taught. So when it comes to standing on their own two feet, they find it very difficult. And unfortunately, if you want to get funding for your hostel, you need to say, well, such and such needs this and such and such needs that. And that's where the, to get yeah. the money in, you have to, you have to nearly have to keep them in this cycle. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, well, right, yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah. At times. And it's also a life-saving facility. Mm. At times, like it, it should nearly be a facility where they give the opportunity to walk as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, now you have to think about the the drug uh, situation. Yeah, you know there is a high percentage of alcohol and and drug users, unfortunately. Mm. So it's very hard to keep a job when you are. No, but I, I, yeah. I'm saying in the in the facilities, like you know, see the way you're saying that giving, giving, giving. But why not say like, look, if you want the bed tonight, these are the tasks that need to be done, and yeah. that way it's kind of setting them up for getting used to that lifestyle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe just a small thing like sweep the floors and yeah. wash the floors or something like that, just to give them some form of incentive. That look, and you don't get anything for free. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You have to walk. In a in a drug free service, some of the services are like that. Right. Or if you go into like the likes of uh, uh, Cool Mind TC, like you have to get up and you are in charge of cleaning the house and the gardening, and someone is cooking like a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that, that, that stuff. But it's, it's a long hour road. Yeah. To even get to to touch that space within a person where they want to do it for themselves. Mm. You know. Uh, and you were saying it was hard to get a bed. How many beds will be full roughly? Like how many how many beds is that? I fill up like. Oh God, I, it's a little while now. I'm not sure how many beds are in Dublin. There's a couple of thousand, but I only heard just on the news there's an, uh, an extra three, four hundred homeless people now gone in the last few weeks. On it's the mad street. to think yeah. there's that many, wouldn't you? Like, l- let's face it, when you walk around town, you probably see, I don't know, how many would you see and definitely think are right there homeless? Six or seven I, max? I, that they're definitely homeless? Yeah. I don't even think about that anymore. It's just how many people that I see and sit down. They're everywhere. Down fucking There's people everywhere. Yeah, you see, d- I wouldn't... Now, don't get me wrong, I don't go to town often, but, like, d- d- the numbers that you're talking about, like, Phyllis Bleeding Stadium. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I just think it's fucking mad when you look at it like that, like, no. thousands of beds, like. Yeah, no, I know. And it, that's the thing, like, see, like you're saying with town, like, like I've kind of stopped that whole because I remember when I was younger, I seen someone in town get up off the fucking on the bleeding uh, O'Connell Bridge, got up, walked ten yards, hopped into the passenger seat of a BMW, 
Right, and that was kind of like my thing then. I was kind of like ignorant towards him, and that yeah. at that point I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, you know but I mean? th- th- that's another difficult part. Sorry, Jay. No, go no, go ahead. No, go it's ahead. I'd say that's another. Like y- you need to be, you can't be judgmental because oh, I'm guilty of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If I Everyone see a certain is. type of person, like I do, prejudge, I do, even though I hate yeah, it about myself. Every, everybody does it. Oh yeah, yeah. What like I learned was um, like we, we you have to make a judgment on a person, but. Uh, I make a judgment on the person's behaviour to see is it acceptable to come into my life. But I don't make a judgment on that person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'll judge your actions and I'll make a decision whether, like, where's my boundary in this? Like, will I have that person in my life? You sound like you have a whopper CPU that does, does a lot of work <laughs> on absolutely <laughs> every decision you make in your life. It's fucking crazy. What Fact for mm. CPU was in a computer that analyzes so much fucking shit before you decide. Even like, so we, we went and done a yoga class with, with you today, yeah. which, Jay, what did you think of it? I loved it. Loved you it just like it? Oh, yeah, I loved I, it, yeah. That I was brilliant. always wanted to do it. I, I said that to you today. I, always I to enjoyed it. it, but I didn't feel like I gave it 100%. We said that. Now, that's my fault. That's nothing to do with you. That was my... I don't know. Like I would have been like you were at the start. What fucking yoga. Yeah. But I was willing to give it a go. But even though I gave it a go, I didn't feel full. I think I nearly need to go on my own. To yeah, well, fully get in the zone. and. <laughs> one, I, I wouldn't go with him again. That, that's <laughs> for sure. Was oh, me. Yeah, Jay. No. So you look like someone who takes that fitness serious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. There's always one, isn't there? But yeah. isn't that isn't that an amazing insight now that you're after learning? And I'm so glad that you are after saying that because I think probably one of the things that I'm most proud of in the last few years is that I purposely have not created a community of just girls, and I don't mean it in any way. Like, there's a lot of women's groups and like you know, women's circles and all that stuff. But for me, uh, like my best friend hung himself when I was 20 and that's why I'm here today. He has been the driving force mm-hmm. in, in all of my work. Um, when he died, something changed within me that I could, I understood why he'd done it without being able to vocabulary, being able to, to say why he did it. I instinct, intuitively, I was like, I know. Mm-hmm. I fucking get it. Yeah. And that has been... He, he had a massive impact on me. So everything I do today is in a remembrance of him. And his name is Kevin. He's just amazing. And so to be able to bring men into the group, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And his brother comes to me classes. Like it's it's just, it's it's a joy. Because, and, and a lot of it, a lot of it is a lot of healing in me because I would have been in a very abusive, violent relationship. And when you go through that stuff, you can either go two ways. You can become bitter and hate all men. See them, they're scumbags and men are this and men are that. And I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to bring my daughter up in that environment because I want her to be free and I want her to make her own decisions on who she wants to be with and not take my resentment. Mm-hmm. So when, so in my, in my thinking, my rationale is that if I can bring men into this environment of healing, then what happens when they go home? There's mm. the ripple effect. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That will have a ripple effect. And if I can create a safer little space at home and a safer community for everyone, men and women. Like and you did get that feedback already, Jen. You, you got, I, I can't remember again which podcast I listened to a couple, but the main one was obviously the lads. Um, but you spoke about a certain man in particular. Um, he, he went home and I think his wife rang and said, thanks, you had to change yeah. in his life. He's not 
going around angry he was in the, he was in the class this morning before you yeah. oh was he really? yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. mad isn't it yeah doesn't miss a class loves yeah. it yeah. It's, it's mad like I, I was thinking about it earlier and an insecurity that I'd have is that if you two weren't going I probably wouldn't have went yeah you know like that so we had facts my, I had my comfort mm. in the fact that these two were here because yeah. there was no other lads in mm. our class today Um. And the, another thing that I found from it as well, because when you were talking about like not being able to give a hundred percent, I I was trying to take in three things today, right? So it was <laughs> here we go. No, it was. I'm really interested. No, this is, I love it. Was, it was yeah. everything that you were saying. So mm-hmm. I was trying to focus on that. Yeah. Then I was trying to focus on technique and whether I was doing it arse ways or not. Because yeah. I think at one stage I opened my eyes and I was like, oh, I'm fucking doing this wrong. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, you still reset, remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other one was just by trying to like told me breathing as well. Do you know what was I mean? Was there not something else as well? Yeah. What? Am what? I alone here, man? No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Fourth thing. Right. Right. Oh, God, do I want no, to do this? No, no. Nervous. First of all, this fucking started because of him. Right, apologise for person. Yeah. Poly- Why are you fucking apologising for person? Speaking to a woman. Don't right. ever do that again <laughs> on this right. podcast. What happened was, fucking he got agent. out of the car and he was like, I was only going to fart. Right? <laughs> I knew he was going to say right? that. All the lads so always say it. It's cool. It's he cool. said that. And I know the first uh, stretch that we done, it was now the toes in, knees out and all. And I was like, oh, oh, the no. perfect, The perfect <laughs> position. I could feel it. Oh, <laughs> for it to happen. Like, <laughs> hold that, tight. No, he's like, going to put every fella off that's listening. To no, well, don't. Don't go. It's worth it. Trust me. You, Just you hold it in, lads. You didn't let it rip, did you? I didn't. No, you I, didn't. When I got in the car, I did. But, <laughs> but what, what I will say is I didn't feel uncomfortable for one second. Oh, no. And I, I think yeah. I think that's the, the, the best kind of feedback we can give for you for fellas that are looking to do it. Yeah. That wasn't one bit of uncomfort. No. Um, no. I mean, we, we were all chatting to everyone. Everyone was welcoming. There was no it's a great awkwardness. Yeah, it? it was cool, yeah. yeah. There was no there was no issues at all. But the one... Go ahead. Sorry, no, just to touch on what you were saying, the one thing about it was for people like us who probably didn't have the right technique or were doing it wrong, there was no judgment or anything or there was no sniggering or laughing amongst ourselves maybe uh, Martin called yeah. me a fat cunt a few times <laughs> <laughs> come Wait, on Jay no, no, no. rolled over on his back he was <laughs> the bit where you were saying that we had to come and scooch up yeah. there, lift our legs so we could turn around and put our feet in the air mm. that one I was looking at him for that one let's see how anybody who's up. listening they did the feet up at the end of the class yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was just afraid I was going to smash the mirror Um <laughs> But no, the, the bit I loved, and I'm assuming that, that this is the trigger. You have a certain tune that you play at the end, and then you say, put your hand on your heart, put your hand on your belly, and thank yourself. That hit me. That yeah, got my feelings. Yeah. I was like, fuck, the boys better not look at me now. <laughs> I'm like, bollocks. But, it, like, something... I don't think that is near as effective, Jen, without the music. Would you agree oh, with no, that? you need the music. Yeah. You need the music. You need the music. Like, I, I, when you are in rebound, I hold the space with the Reiki energy. So I'm channeling the Reiki energy into the room. Like, we have the incense going and, like, the reading and all at the end. Like, everybody's crying. Like, every, all the girls in the first class are crying. And it's just, we've created just this safe space. There's no judgments, like. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know, oh, there's I, definitely I, I, not. I, I, I didn't feel it. Yeah. yeah. And I think the, the vibe that you have is brilliant. It's something completely different because when I think of yoga, I just think like people going to a room in the gym and on that mat and just stretches. Do you know what I mean? That was a very meditated session. Mm. What, like, or was there anything that made you decide that you wanted it to be like that, like a meditated session rather than just yoga? You get me? Yeah, so when I started doing my yoga teacher training, I hated it. 
absolutely hated it. And <laughs> I actually just realised yesterday uh, why. Um, I had so much pain and so much trauma in my body that when I was going in to learn the teacher training, it was just bringing up that anger in me. Mm-hmm. And the it, so when you do like a flow class, that's called a yang. And it's energy and it's fire and it's like, yeah, let's go for it, you know, and you're open, you're moving fast. And for me, I didn't understand that that was bringing up too much, uh, too much anger in me and nobody was explaining what was happening to me. So I was like, I hate this. And every week, it was one weekend a month for 10 months and every month the teacher would be like, um, Jen, I'm just going to have to say that's a bit rough. And you're like, yeah, you're very bleeding angry today. And I was like, I hate this class. Like I'm very... Uh, like if I can't hide my facial expressions. Like if I'm if I'm annoyed at you, like you'll know. I just it's just the way I am. And and I about six months into the course, I was going to the studio, the yoga hub, and I didn't even know. This is how naive I didn't know there was all different types of yoga. Mm-hmm. And I Neither did I. Had no clue. I ju- I jumped Other than on goat the, yoga. I jumped on the and yoga uh, teacher training. I never had gone to a yoga class. Mm. Never even did a class mm. before. I had no clue. I just, I just. <laughs> so why did you think yoga was the one for you then? If you had never done the class, it kept coming to me for two years. I kept getting visions of yoga, and I knew I was born out. And I kept saying like, I need something holistic to put back into me what I'm after giving out in these services. And for two years, and one day my friend just said to me, "Are you ever gonna go and do that fucking yoga? You're telling me about it two years." And I was just like, "Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go for this." And I actually went into a class. And it was a yin yoga class. I'd never heard of yin. And the girl, uh, Kate is her name, an amazing girl, uh, went in, lied on my mat. And within five minutes, I was roaring crying. <laughs> I was Ex- explain that to me now. Because yeah. I'd, I'd like to know, like, at, at what stage or <laughs> where during the session did it just hit you? Like, was it... As soon as you, you lay down, was it a certain thing she said? Was it a certain stretch? It was... Yeah, because you we said something like that in one of the stretches today. We were only a few minutes in, in, yeah, in the twist you get a yeah. bit emotional. We, I was only in the class a few minutes, and I think we were on our first pose. It was the fact that she left me in this stillness, which I had never experienced before, because from the age of two up until I walked into that class, my mind was manic. Mm-hmm. I never experienced, I never understood what it was like to have quiet in your mind. It's why I drank so much. It's why I was always on, on mad ones, because... I had to get away from my mind. And this was the first time that I was able to just stay in the same position for more than a few seconds without wanting to run. The other yoga, I was so angry and I, I just wanted to run away from the room. But for some reason, this just opened, this just allowed my heart to open. And I just was crying. Like what the girls experienced this morning, the tears were flowing. And I remember thinking like it was the most beautiful sense of euphoria in my body. And like a safety, I'd never felt safe. I'd always been in violent and destructive relationships and I'd never felt safe. And this was the first time ever as a young girl I felt safe and I was like, wow, this is after blowing me away. And then I then I got it into my head. I was like, well, if I, if I didn't know about this, who the fuck else doesn't know about mm. it? Yeah. Mm. Everybody needs this. I'm going to tell yeah. everyone. And for the first year and a half, two years, I drove the whole country mad. No one knew about yin yoga. Yeah. No one heard about it. No one had a fucking clue what I was on about. And now look. But yeah. that's uh, like, I'm not going to lie, that was a little bit hard for me to listen to you saying that. Yeah. Like, how old were you when you went to your first yoga class? 
Jeg er i en yoga-klasse, der er jo... That's mental. Yeah. And that was the first, like... Now we feel like we really need to go backwards, because <laughs> how the... F- like, what the fuck was your life like that this 30, whatever you were, and two minutes to yourself, and you, that's where you felt it all come to you? Like, that's... that's it is. Co- it's surreal, isn't it, to think, like... It's, me- it's like you... It's the only break your mind got yeah. since yeah, you were born. It's the first experience, yeah. So, like, smart. what the fuck? Like, I, I know you were saying drinking and all. So, where did all this stem from, Jen? I don't, I like, don't want to. Obviously, wanna... obviously, it all starts in 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 your home. Like, everything yeah. happens there, and unfortunately, there was just a disconnection between me and my brother, and like. Physically, like we we were well dressed, well fed. You yeah, know, we looked self, after. Like, yeah, we come in from school, big pot of stew. Like the gaff is spotless. Like mm. me, you know. I mean, me me parents worked hard, and but there was just there was just a, a, a coldness between us, and unfortunately, I interpreted that as uh, there's something wrong with me. I'm unlovable. Uh, like who would want this? And from that, that's that's very painful. And because you don't have somebody or any skills to learn how to emotionally regulate, that that becomes truth. And it wasn't true. I was loved. I just, my perception couldn't was... Couldn't see very, it. Couldn't see it and I couldn't feel it. My perception was very warped. Do you, know? do you put that down to seeing other people, like the way... So, I'll be honest, I don't give a bollocks. I remember having a good friend I used to always go around to his gaff and how he was treated was completely different to how I was treated yeah. and that used to make me very jealous and it used to make me resent people in my house when I went back then it was like why, like, why, why is he getting that and I'm coming back to this shit what the fuck am I doing I wrong? used to mould myself into my best friend's family like I, I would I was the very in, same like my friend's ma had uh, the weather glazed windows and the little top part like I would climb in that window and just get in and go sleep on the sofa. And like I always, like, air back gardens while we eat dinner. So when it was dinner time, I just jump over the back wall and walk in. Like, mm. I was always trying to mold myself into some kind of family environment because I just didn't know how to communicate with mine. That's what it was. I didn't but know how to communicate. Because, like, there, there was just no, there was no words to explain how I felt because nobody had taught me that. Mm. And that's what you said in one of the podcasts that you feel like it's all your fault, you're to blame. And I completely disagree with that. Yeah. Because let's face it, we are who we are because of how we're brought up. And if you're not taught how to communicate, how the fuck are you supposed to do it? Whether it be skill, whether it be a mother and father, whether it be our brothers and sisters. Like that's to me, and I say it all the time on this podcast. I don't care what anyone says. Who you turn out to be when you're older all stems from your past. Now look, some people yeah, yeah, some people like have a shy fucking childhood and go the wrong route. And then the others, like, we spoke about this with athletes and doctors and stuff like that. Like, you look at some of the biggest athletes in the world, their stories are mental. Like, yeah, they went through so much shit. Yeah, they went born with a silver spoon. Really. Yeah, do you know I what I mean? I've, I think what has helped me to heal, and I think what has helped me to have just more love and compassion in me eyes towards people is that I believe that, you know, we come... This is just kind of where my journey has brought me now and in my spiritual teachings that, you know, we came into this 
uh, I call this earth skill because it's fucking hard work. This <laughs> earth is it's earth skill, and I think you come here to learn. What class lesson. are you in? Oh, I think I'm in bleeding. Still in primary. Completely class, me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you come in into er, into this into this earth to to learn specific things and certain things in my life had to walk out the way they did in order for me to have the knowledge and the wisdom that I have now because now I can take other people and I can kind of walk through their journey with them yeah mm. so it doesn't hurt me anymore it doesn't like I'm not there's no resentment anymore because I understand now what what it was all for and Again, I, I don't mean to keep on bringing this back to me. I fucking hate when I do this, but I just completely get what you're saying. Yeah. Because I feel like like I've been through a lot of shit, especially the last two years, and I just feel like... um, I just feel like it was meant to happen to me so we can help people get through it, so people I can't get through it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, for example, if I am st- stronger mentally than Jay and Jay goes through something I went through I can guide him through it and I feel like that's the sole reason why it happened to me do you understand what I'm saying that's that's what it's all about that's that's your karmic cycle Mm. like I believe that your purpose as humans is to be of service to others and it takes you away from yourself because when you're consumed in self that's where the pain is like poor me why don't I have that and when you're consumed in yourself, you're, you're, you're just looking at what everything else has that you haven't got, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when you start to see how you can be of service and what benefit and how can I add to this situation, it just makes your life so much easier, like so much more full of joy. Like it's, 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 it's an amazing thing to be able to, to walk with somebody on parts of their journey. Mm. And, and I agree with that, but one thing I hate about it, Jen, is that you know, you help people so much and sometimes, like, oh, I'd like to think I'm very good at giving advice and, Jay, you always say this as well, I'm shit at taking it myself. Like, uh, I read some of my messages that I sent to people that text me yeah. with mental health and stuff and I say, jeez, Jay, well done, you're doing fucking good there. Like, they're going to really benefit from that. And then I think, oh, I fucking need that. Well, why am I taking yeah, that in? That's that's the thing. Like, I've given and people advice. And that comes back to your self-worth. Yeah. That comes back to but how that, you feel about but yourself. That triggered me today. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. That whole thing that we're just had to be talking about there. When when you said thank yourself, yeah. all that came into my head then. It was, I was like, thing, it was like hand on the heart and you had a hand on your and your yeah. stomach and all and it was just like thank you. Where it's just because We're not showing it's, it's not something it. that I've I've ever like been told before mm. or you hear often, you know what I mean? Thank you. Who fucking says Because that? let's face mean, it, it sounds yeah. fucking stupid. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Jay. Do you know, if you say no, it out loud... It, it, it does, but it doesn't. No, yeah, yeah, no it's, but, d- but, but, but it's I'm deeper than that. Do you know what I mean? No, I know it is. I'm going to defend I, this. No, and you're right, yeah, Jay. No, you're dead right. I don't mean <laughs> to say it like that. I'm saying it in a way when you say it out it loud. It triggers an uncomfortable yeah. emotion in you. Yeah, no, well, you could, like I said, <laughs> when you said it, Let's it get did. into it. Yeah, it, it <laughs> I don't think you meant it like that. Yeah, I think I you meant like... I'm brutal at this point. Know, it's, easy. it's okay, it's okay, I <laughs> get it, I get a it. podcast, he's a bad communicator. Uh, <laughs> you meant that, uh, but this you is, feel stupid saying This it. is language, and this is how we communicate, this is how we get to it now. Back this to how I stuff. was brought up, I was never taught the words. My vocabulary <laughs> is very limited. <laughs> oh, I like that. Good, thanks, pal. Tell me a little bit about what happened. What was that like? 
The what tables have torn now. Tell the group, tell people yeah. listening what, what you experienced, like what happened. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it, it was a lovely feeling. Yeah. It was, it, it was, you know what? We, oh, fuck, I hate talking about myself <laughs> on the podcast because it's about I can you. I see it's uncomfortable. It's different. It, it's, it's, it's not even uncomfortable. It's, it's just, him. it's, <laughs> 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 this is why I hate it. Um, no, so it was like, sometimes you're so, in everything that you're doing that like even with this show Jen like this show started from my mass box room less than a year ago now we have a studio and like the stories fuck the numbers I don't give a fuck about the numbers like the people we've met and the things that we've experienced from the podcast it's that's all that matters to me yeah. I said to you before the show this is my therapy and like today when you said that I took a step back yeah I was like fuck actually like, I always say, right, you're 32 years of age, you should have a gaff. You have two kids, you know, you're not with the man, like, your life's a shambles, Shay. Mm. But then, sometimes, no, it's actually not that bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you take the gaff out of the situation, <laughs> everything else is going yeah. all right, do you know what I mean? Mm. And sometimes, you need that little, like, it can be done in a different way, mm. but I think the way that you said it was, like, you're doing it to yourself. It's, like, you can say to me, Jay, what are you talking about? You have a great podcast. Your kids are beautiful, healthy. You're healthy. Yeah. That's all that matters. You have to believe it. But when you yeah. actually say thank yourself and you do do it, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's... I see where you're coming from. That's where I got the most from today. Yeah. However, I don't feel like I gave you full commitment, so I need to go back to give you that. Um, however, I'll be honest. I still don't think I will get what I'm expecting type thing. Like, I'm still of the opinion of, like, all this spiritual t- talk. I understand that I get why people get it, but I never feel like we'll be part of that conversation. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Why? Until Steve I Jobs comes up with a nap for it and then he's all over it. That's just me being yeah. blatantly that's honest. That's amazing and I love that you're saying that because this is what the, this is, this is, these about, are yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what people experience. I experience it as well and, when you are faced with them emotions about having to recognise how you feel about yourself, it's a lot easier to push it away and be like, no, that's not for me. Because mm. it's very hard to accept love. It's a very hard thing to do. Like, And it's, oh, people think it's all airy-fairy. It's hard fucking work. Mm. It's very hard work. And look at the battle you're having at the minute. Even though you're coming back to me, you still have conditions on it. But now I don't think you're going to get it. And da 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 Because you're minding yourself. But something got touched today. Like, do you know what I mean? You felt something today that... That's good. Y- you she has you, Jay. You're on the ropes. Something today that's making you vulnerable. You're fucked. I'm all, back on I'm all for being vulnerable. <laughs> I, think, I think anyway. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously I'm not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, you have to remember that little Jay is still in there. And that's what... Uh, right. <laughs> How do you know? We've got Who to the told you? Lads. <laughs> Little Jay Who told you? <laughs> That's what, like, you know, it's getting a little bit, it gets a bit raw. Yeah. And we get vulnerable. Mm. And there's a lovely saying that I love, Brene Brown. She's amazing. She does loads of talks on vulnerability. And she's like, she says that vulnerability is the courage to step into a situation without having control of the outcome. Mm. You know, and it's very, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy being vulnerable and it's not easy even me sitting here and exposing like my my beliefs and, mm. and what I believe in because I'm putting myself out there to be ridiculed. Like, look at her, she's mad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. 
But but I believe this is my truth. Yeah, and, and this has actually now I didn't even have this question here now. It's just that they're coming to me now. But with things like we're doing on the podcast, we're judged by. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm judging that you came from a similar area to to us. You would have had kind of similar friends that, that we'd have, obviously. Yeah. And what was the judgment like when you started all this spiritual stuff? Was it like have oh, a fuck's sake, Jenna? Really? Like, yeah, I was cut off and. For the first three years of me being born, I had no friends. Like, I obviously, I had my friend Emma that you know, but in me, in me uh, community, I had no friends. Like, uh, all of a sudden, the minute Happy I birthday, Emma, minute, by the way. Yeah, ha- it's her birthday today. Yeah, yeah. She's watching. She's at home <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Happy <laughs> birthday, Emma. <laughs> birthday, Emma. <laughs> she didn't say it. I said it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm your new BFF. <laughs> but like, I'm going to say something else there for a second, Lori. When, when you... So if you're in a, a group of friends and everybody's doing the same thing, Mm. and you come to a conclusion that shit this is not working out for me anymore like something needs to change other people in the group might not be able for that change just yet yes so by you saying that you trigger them and you highlight something in them that's not ready because it's a lot it's painful Mm. change is painful i don't give bollocks what anyone says it's not easy 100 percent. and you know to so i got cut off basically uh cut out of everybody's life i had nobody no friends and i remember praying i used to pray and i'd be like god please just send me like a friend a fucking friend i had nobody that's fucking and insane obviously things weren't great at home i had been put out as you've seen in your notes like <laughs> for me it was two weeks old i had to move out so we were on our own Mm. Like we were on air on. It's like mad that having a child takes like you there, isn't it? Getting see me a little bit upset now, like because it's uh, it's difficult. Well, look how far you've come. Like it's a testament to yourself. You know what I mean? Fair play to you. Like, did even, like, again, hearing you saying that, like, praying for a fucking friend, like, what the fuck? Like, no one should be in a, that position ever. No, not at all. Yeah. And lucky you had your daughter there. Yeah. And you have to understand, like, I'm not all airy fairy. Like, I was a course. as well. Yeah. You know, so if. If I wanted to move away from toxic situations and I'm asking the universe to bring good women, good friends into my life that I can confide in them and they're not telling everyone not anytime we have a fight, like they don't go and wait and I tell her what she did because that was my life. Like, you'd, you'd, mm-hmm. I'd be so desperate for a friend that I would, I didn't have um, I'd no boundaries. And the minute I was your friend, and one day I was like, telling me whole life, I was telling you everyone I was at being with. I was telling you everything I was at to do. You know, you have all this ammunition on me. And the minute we fall out, that's going to get sh- shot back. Do you know what I mean? And that was me experience time and time again. So if I didn't want that to happen, I needed to change me. You know, what was making me do that? And then I had to learn how to be a good friend mm. as well and not be trying to fix everyone and enforcing my will. Because that's what I always did. I enforced my will onto people, trying to mould them into these versions of what I think they should be. Yeah. I had to stop all that because no one wants that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really does, like. like oh, it does, because I can, I can relate to, to what Jen's saying about, like, you know, I've been very closed off in terms of what I tell people because I feel like, from experience, is that any time I've ever said something to someone, I know one day I'm, it's going to come back. back and it's going to be it's going to come back in such a negative way yeah. that I feel like what is the point in me telling you anything ever again see, I'm just going to keep my business to me and see I'm the opposite I'm, I'm easy that way Yeah, I'm the opposite I put it all out there and I keep on getting bleeding I keep on expecting <laughs> I keep yeah. on expecting different results but I just keep on getting yeah. it back but you know what my kind of thing Jen and I'd love to hear your opinion on this is like 
So something happened la- last year, let's say. Yeah, where yeah. So, something happened last year in my life that fucking destroyed me. And I keep on thinking to myself, all I can do is blame myself. Yeah. Right? And I take full responsibility because I allowed it to happen. Yeah. I stayed around for it. I, it's, it's all my fault. Do you know what I mean? I should have seen. But part of me says, Jay, just change. Don't be like that again. Make sure you're not like this again. And then other side of me is like, no. Don't you, like why should you change? Like don't don't not be a nice person just because you had one mm. bad experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like w- what's your whole? Because I think what you said is you changed, and look, parts of me have changed because yeah. they needed it. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be fucked. Do you know what I mean? And I'm so grateful that I was able to change these yeah. things that I never thought I could change. But now I'm at a stage where I'm I don't know who I am, and I'm trying to say. Right, do you be a prick and what... How the fuck do you say this? I love this, we're getting deep. Yeah, no, like... Oh, <laughs> These well, are my kind of conversations. What I'm trying to say is, like, do you try and change who you are to fit in? Like, it seems like a simple fucking answer, though, doesn't it? But it's not. It's do you not, know what I mean? Difficult. Yeah, yeah. like, me being true to myself has gone down a shit road and I'm questioning... Like, is it me? Is my true self just poxy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Another way of looking at that is, though, just because you're being your true self doesn't mean the people around you are being their true selves. They yeah. could have all moulded into what they think is socially acceptable. But not only that... And it's it not them either. Do you know what I mean? So you're, making, you're exposing them, as Jen would say, yeah. in and that th- sense, to themselves. Or it could be around the wrong people as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what's your kind of take on that? Like, where would <laughs> okay, you be with okay, that? Okay, 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 so... Because I, I genuinely feel like... What I have just gone through, you've gone through and you're way past that and you're you're on the fucking 16th level of 18 level, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm very intrigued to hear your kind of opinion on that. So first of all, which are, with whatever happened, you were like, it's all my fault. I wouldn't be speaking about myself like that. You know, stuff happened and I always ask, what's the lesson in this? Mm. What is the lesson? What did I learn in this? And it always comes back to boundaries. So what boundary was not there that brought me into this situation? What red flag did you ignore? Mm. Because we do. Yeah, 100%. And then what boundary needs to be put in place in order for that particular thing not to happen again? Yeah, and I think I figured all that out. Yeah. And I think I figured it out pretty quick. Yeah, you will. If you get hurt badly, you'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. No, yeah. we do. We've, I felt like it's like, right, I, I know why this happened. I know why that happened. Qu- question why this could have happened. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. But it's it's them ones. It's the yeah. maybes. It's like, right, so, so did we try and fix that or was that actually me? Do you know what I mean? It is that like something that was genuinely my fault? Like, yeah. or... I don't know what I'm fucking I trying to say. I think you know the answer. I think you know, and you just don't want to accept it, so you're trying to think of 10 different ways that it couldn't be. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just... We usually know... Well, if we do, tell me, will you? <laughs> we usually know, but, you know, you can keep going over things, or you can accept it. Mm. You can take the lesson from it. There's always a lesson. You know, what did you learn about yourself in it? And just apply that now going forward. But what I will say is, if you're still 
in the same environment. You'll never heal in the environment that made you sick. Mm. It just won't happen. Mm. So no, I'm not in that environment yeah. anymore. So now you're on your new journey now. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit of healing, a little bit of yin, little bit of yoga, yeah. a little bit of crying <laughs> in the back of the class when no one can see him. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, don't be calling me out on that. It now. has to come to a stage where you put the stick down mm. and you let it go. Yeah. You take the learning and you move on. I suppose the overall part of the question that I was kind of looking like is where like when when you were saying hey about that lads <laughs> <laughs> playing space invaders <laughs> over there I got lonely in my cave I just started pushing buttons <laughs> um, what, what I'm trying to kind of say is like when do you think that changing it is not the right thing to. I don't even know how you can answer it. Let I, I don't know. Probably, going yeah, to we're probably yeah. better off just moving on because it's. <laughs> I, I don't even. I can't. Sorry, you have our night Like what you said, you, you knew why Kevin done what he done, but you can't say it. You can't articulate yeah. it. Yeah, and that's exactly where I am yeah. right now. So Do if you know you're if you're stuck with that, you just need a little bit of help trying to unfold it. Yeah, and like that's where the counselling comes in. That's where your journaling comes in. That's where the meditation comes in, because mm. nothing happens until you quiet your mind. Yeah. And there's a lovely uh, thing. I should have played it this morning for you. There's a, a song, a meditation. And uh, he always says in it that the real work starts in the privacy of your own heart. You know? And that's just your little journey now. That's the real work starts in the privacy of your own heart. Have you got the key, have you? We can't fucking get in there. Come here, Jim. Let's jump it. Let's right, try and no. loosen up a little bit. I don't want this podcast being so big and deep. Um, we'll jump into some in- Instagram questions if that's all right. How long are we in, Martin? We are an hour, hour and two minutes. Hour and two minutes. Yeah, sorry, that's, quick, that's, pro- that's probably my fault. I'm waiting on this bleeding uh, cho- salt and chilli wrap thing. Oh, that's <laughs> coming, don't worry. Did you order a ring? No, we'll, a- we'll actually Ian order a ring. Ian Bourne just asked Good man, Ian. Which one? The, the one that the one with the flame. The red and white one. It's Tinder, bud. Good man. Tinder. Like say, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm back out in the streets. Back in the game. Doing um, like a peacock strutting his stuff. I'm doing all right What's that? Just peacocking, just strutting your stuff. On yoga today, feeling good. Went home and took a Went home, downloaded Tinder. <laughs> we finished. Fucking Mad stretchy now. <laughs> I don't even know where I am now. Jen, who's your biggest inspiration? My biggest inspiration. Stretchy Jen. Uh, You're not allowed to say a daughter. No, do you know what? There's You're not allowed to say a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> because I think, like, I'll be most honest. Most people do yeah. say. No, I know. Most yeah. people do say that kids. Mm. Uh, there's a woman who is. I always and I always think of her. She always comes into my head. She's just amazing. There's a lady who lives in the warehouse, the hostel on James's Street, and uh, she's she lives there all her life. And when I started walking there, like so, uh, an alcoholic uh, a warehouse is this is basically an end of life service. So yeah, they take you in off the street if you're a street drinker, and. Uh, you spend your final days in here, you, does it? You live there till you'll drink till the death. Right. You 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 don't have to stop drinking there. Right. But they will help you try and try. We try and manage our drinking, but yeah. you know yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's bottles and cans hidden left, right, <laughs> centre. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. killings in the gaff, but. Uh, <laughs> she's just um, th- for for this woman to be able to live I- in that house and 
she has been battered and broken and she's lost everything in her life. She's been just, you couldn't imagine what this woman has gone through. And she still gets up every day. And some days, uh, I'm not, I, was, I wasn't I was a carer. So a carer is somebody who comes in and will help them shower and help them like clean themselves because mm. they soil themselves and stuff a lot, you know. And sometimes she would get herself, God love her, into an awful state. And if there's no carers there, like, like I wouldn't have the heart to leave someone sitting in 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 their feces or their soil, you know. So walking that do like I'm not a carer, but like we yeah. we, we kind of organise carers to go and like basically assist people who are end of life or palliative and stuff. And they, yeah, like some of this, a lot of palliative, yeah. Some of the stuff we hear is just heartbreaking, yeah. like genuinely, because it's close to home. Like we having two grandparents who passed away, and all, it's horrible to hear like, yeah, that's yeah. some of that stuff. And you know she. We just had so special moments that, you know, she'd let me, bring, like, like if she'd let me wash her hair, or sometimes I'd do her nails for her, and she would just start telling me little little things about our story, about our kids, and I won't go into it because it's... Yeah, it's, it's not her story. It's, it's, yeah. it's her story, but if you're ever driving down James's Street and you see this woman with black hair and her little trolley wheeling and she's giving out to someone, that's me friend, Bridget, and look after yeah. her because she, she's a... She's a she's a she's a good woman, and I tell you one thing: you will learn a thing or two about humility when you spend time with people in these services. Like oh, you can imagine. Did you ever tell her that before, by the way? Bridget. Yeah. Yeah, I lo- like I was driving. It was about a year ago because I left years ago. I was driving down at the side. So you know where the Lewis track splits James Street. You mm-hmm. know that big red building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the building I walked in, mm. and I was coming around the side of it, and I seen her, and I jammed on, and I was like, Bridget. And God love her, I'm trying to not frighten her, you know. Yeah. And she's like, who's that? Who's that? Who the fuck is that? And I was like, it's me. And I jumped out of the car. And it took her about five minutes of me kind of just like holding her hand and talking to her till she recognised me voice again. And mm-hmm. then she just started crying in the middle of the street. The two of us were crying and, and hugging each other. And like, they're real. You know, that's what mm. gives me the drive, I suppose. Like, how can I keep complaining about life when... I'm looking at women like this who mm. are bet down and they get back up. Mm. She's the most determined woman in the world. It's it's such a simple thing to say, isn't it? Like like so many people have it a lot much worse than us. But lately, I've been taking that and I've been really going with it. Like yeah. your ma- like perfect example, um, Keith and Pamela. Pamela on the podcast. Like this is what I'm saying. This is like therapy for me. We had Keith and Pamela on. Um, the kid had um, cerebral palsy. Yeah, I'm brutal at saying it, so thanks for that. No um, you read the Some situation. Oh no! And <laughs> and like I'm complaining over something that can be fixed. You know what I mean? That's not the end of the world. But yeah, we have two healthy kids, and I'm complaining about this. I'm like, like, I'm like, it's just stop being so fucking. Be grateful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. That's not to say you can't be upset. You can't... Yeah. Ju- uh, obviously, each to their own. It has but to be a perspective. Yeah, just fucking open your eyes and get over it when it's a small issue. Yeah. You know and what I mean? I think what, like, over the last few years, especially in this last two years where, where people struggling so much with all these restrictions, like, when I see another person, like, especially the young girls, because when I was growing up, there wasn't anyone that I could role model Right. There was nobody in her estate that was doing anything in any way uh, constructive. It mm-hmm. was all carnage. So 
when I see young girls coming into me class and they're, they're, they're deciding that they don't want to go down that road of like drug dealers and that environment and they see change and when I see girls coming into me into me class and they're only young and they're doing what I do and they're breaking away from the, the kind of the clicks and the, the and there's definitely a lot more and, of them now. And they come in to me class and they just, the, the work ethic that the young girls in my class put in now is just fucking astonishing. Like the majority of my, I, I call them me girls, like I'm so protective of them. Like they're all out now, they're working, they're setting up businesses, they're, do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's, it's, it's amazing to see, like I'm, I'm really inspired by, I suppose, the people that come to me classes. How heartwarming is it for you, though, to see like people who probably are or were going a similar way that you were, and then they come to you for that change? Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like that—that that that must be that makes that that to me is like job satisfaction. Yeah, I that would imagine just so. Yeah. Makes everything worthwhile. Like I will, and I'm and I'm as much as I am full of love and full of good energy, and I and I'm full of light. Like I'm. I'm tough love as well. Like they know anyone who comes to me class, like I will walk with you till the death. Like we will be in the trenches together. I'm not doing this work for you. Yeah. I have to do my own fucking work. (laughs) Yeah. And you're going to do your work and together we're going to make sense of this and we're going to get the hell out of it. Mm. That's brilliant. Another question that I want to add on to Jen is, (laughs) I know, no, it's a simple question is, is she single? Right. Number one. Right. (laughs) And then number two, what I'd like to add on is like, I feel like, I was just thinking, where's this going? going? (laughs) (laughs) She only has to tell her about your Tinder. She's not going to go to you. No, you're me out, Jay. Sorry. Um, No, so, I'm searching who's near to him. I am like, just by, by talking to you, like, I feel like you would be, now tell me if I'm wrong like you're obviously clued in you know exactly what you want so is it hard for a fella to get in judging by everything you've been through and I know for a fact you know what you want <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. so if you know what you want it's like let's face it you you don't know anyone the first couple of yeah geez, everybody's on months. best behaviour yeah, for the first few months so and then it starts to slip yeah, yeah, so firstly, <laughs> no, I know, yeah. <laughs> firstly, <laughs> firstly, are you single? And then secondly, is it hard for you to find someone with everything that you have going on and where you are spiritually and mentally and stuff? Yeah, yes, and yes. So yes. I am single and it's very hard, but I suppose I've had to do a lot of work on myself to break the cycle that I was in. Mm. And I think. Where I'm at now is I'm coming into a phase where I could be in a healthy relationship now. There's been so much work that's had to be done. I had to stay on my own for for a time, for mm. a long time to, to do the work. And you can get very comfortable on your own as well. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Like, I would definitely need somebody who doesn't want to change me because I've always had that. Mm. To try and kind of break your spirit a little bit. And then... I just need somebody who's okay with their own shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Is anyone though? Well, yeah. You have to learn to be. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. I think everyone is. No, is I, see, I see. I see both of it. You have to learn to be, but also I do see like, you know, mm. people have their own in- insecurities and the flaws need, and stuff. Like. You had a take every moment. I need somebody <laughs> to be aware of their own shit. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the key. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's what that's I would need yeah. because mm-hmm. I, for years, spent 
so much time and energy trying to tell people what they were doing wrong. And mm. I just haven't, I couldn't be bothered now. Mm. <laughs> it's too draining. You yeah. see the way you're talking about, like, you know, um, like people to come in and try and change it and stuff. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you'd probably be in a position where you'd be, like, which I think would be a positive, by the way, but like pushing your beliefs on people no, in I terms did of that spiritually for, and I, all. I did that for years. I know, not my spiritual stuff. Like, that's just, they're, they're me things that I love. Like, and I, I would like to meet somebody who has an open mind that I could have these kind of conversation about these yeah, kind yeah. Of conversations mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable with somebody and say, like, do you know what? I actually feel jealous because of such and such. And it's not that you're making me jealous. This is just something. Like, imagine being able to say that to somebody. Like, I feel jealous without fucking wrecking, causing more. Than, like, you made me jealous. You looked at her this way. Yeah. Do, do you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm, I'm li- I've learned now that it's okay to say your truth without putting the blame that's yeah. just have yeah. in my opinion that's just good communication yeah. and I think that's vital obviously it's, like, it's, yeah. it's so very simple as well it is it, it is and it isn't does it. I yeah. know <laughs> but that, that you need to be at a certain point in your life and yeah. me personally now look at the, this is just how it came for me I feel like it came with age and with being yeah. wiser and being fucked about in the past and d- doing your own shit or whatever to finally get to where you are now and say like, I know this wouldn't have happened or I wouldn't have done that if we just communicated and, better. And I think, yeah, especially coming from the, the background that I've had and the experiences with trauma and stuff, the, the silence triggers me. So yes. if you ignore me or that kind of stuff, or see the head games, yeah. like this whole thing of like, I, I'm going to punish her now and not talk mm. to her for fucking 10 days and mm. my... my my head would be gone with that. Yeah. So yeah. I know now, I like exactly what you said. Yeah. I just need somebody who's mature enough to communicate. And if I'm doing your head in and you need a break, Jen, I just need a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. okay. Like, you know what I, I totally respect somebody who's able to be honest to me face. like, And I'll never argue with anybody who's who's speaking that truth to me because I respect it so much. Someone's creating a Tinder profile without <laughs> everything you're writing, <laughs> saying this, this, this and that. 100% upfront and honest. Coincidence <laughs> after you have the app downloaded, huh? But you know what I'm saying I love? N- never go sleep angry. You yeah. know, always, always have it I, out. I mainly have, like, I, I, I refuse to I, not have that in my next relationship. I, like, 100%. But, I've kind of been on both sides of it because I love the idea of that. But I've often, like, if it's around it with my mom or my sister or whatever, but the only person that it will never, ever, ever happen with is my child. You know what I mean? Look, I yeah. do it every single time. Even but if, if you can do it with your child, you can do it with everyone else. Yeah, I, no, you can. You're yeah. right. But I, I don't. Difficult. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, Family I don't stuff is the hardest. What's the, I don't know. What's the word for it then? Because like, I'm just not allowing myself to do that. Or ego. I can allow myself, but yeah, probably it is yeah. ego, maybe. But, you know what I mean? but, but that was quite it, as well. It, it, it's, uh, it's a big thing going back to your family and apologizing. Like, it's very difficult. Like, I could say sorry to somebody on the street quicker than I could say sorry to a family member. Yeah, it would, you know it would what probably I mean? Like, if yeah. I bumped in or if I said something, yeah, I think a lot offend, of people are like to that. offend somebody, like, if I said something to offend you, and like, even when we had that chat at the start about how we first met and at the bleeding, the fourth one, I was like, I didn't mean that by that. <laughs> yeah, but well, you didn't apologize either. <laughs> no, yeah, she shunned us. Say this live she now. Us. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear? Shonda? I didn't Fuck know who the lads were and they were fuming. Who was it? I didn't hear you, Shaw. Who said it actually? Who we call now here from the lads? Take care. Patrick from Patrick. Lads Take Care. Paddy. Yeah. Paddy. Yeah. Pa- is his name Patrick? Yeah. What about yourself? <laughs> you know I mean? Oh, Paddy's Paddy usually now? short for Jeff. 
<laughs> of course, his name is fucking Patrick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a clip. We're <laughs> moving on. That's a clip. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, I'm having a thing. Um, That's fucking brilliant. You're doing great. You're doing great. Paddy's day, for example. Yeah, okay. Jeff's <laughs> day. Look, I'm going to make a show with this Piers and more than myself. A question we got in. I actually think you. Did you read it out for it already? Or did you read it out to us? Just this see, one these here. ones make me nervous. I know, there's nothing to be nervous here. Well, let, let's. Can you see the question? No, I'm just looking at the cameras. <laughs> I had them on my phone. I WhatsApp them to you. Jay, actually, you fall away with the rest. You take a few there. Yeah, but like. But by the way, Jen, when you see me on my phone, it wasn't me responding on Tinder. I was ordering <laughs> your your rap right. for you, right? So the the, the rap is on the way. Swiping on the menu, I was. <laughs> but um, to, right. just to let you all know, Jay, sorry to interrupt you. Um, yeah, you ask the questions and thanks, <laughs> thanks is continuously sponsoring us. They're after coming out with a new menu today. It's over on their Instagram page. Um, go over and check them out. And Jen, you have to let us know what you think your rap as well. We created that ourselves. We're very proud of it yeah. And we think it's Absolutely delightful oh, And on that note One of our listeners Also commented in Saying he's after Ordering one So thanks to the sponsor He said that's Ian Bourne Fair play to Ian Fair play to Ian. Ian Whoever Good hasn't man. Whoever hasn't <laughs> tasted it You know what annoys me Right Everyone that knows me Knows that I yeah. don't take that And like You offer me a hundred quid I don't like your product I genuinely won't Fucking take it yeah. The Merso stuff I, I swear, boy, it's unbelievable. I get complimented. What, what was the Christmas party like? Every second person was coming over to me saying I smelled lovely. Because he was clapping myself what? over. Because he organised a Christmas party and more car perfume to it. It's not car perfume. <laughs> it is. It is car it's perfume. It's customised. It's customised. Car male perfume. Why is your car a boy? He, lads, <laughs> listen to me. Right? He has car sense, he has room sense, and he has perfume. We get the perfume, and it's fantastic. He doesn't make it yet, so we feel special that he does it to me, but definitely get it for your car. And regarding dangs, everyone says, is it actually nice? Well, if it wasn't actually nice, we wouldn't we be fucking I will, tell, it. I will tell the truth, yeah, I can't lie. Right, do. So, so you'll say, we'll have to start the podcast again. Stay tuned to our Instagram, and we'll hear what Jen thinks. This wrapped Yeah, 100%. These two lads know a good curry. Come on. Yeah, come on. We know that. We don't need you to tell us that. You know it as well, man. Yeah, I enjoy it too. Yeah, yeah I enjoy it too. Jen, what's on the cards for 2022? Um, geez, I've loads. Uh, so I'm hoping to launch my coaching with neuroscience business soon. That's on the way where I'll be able to do one-to-one coaching and group work and workshops and stuff. Um, I'm nervous, obviously. It's getting to the point where it's nearly ready to go. And then you get the fear. Am I going to fail? Is everybody going to know I'm at the failing? Like, so I've been kind of walking through that stuff. But no, I'm go- I'm going to give it my best shot. I think your determination will just get you through it anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. You can tell from... The like amount I of supporters you have alone. That's yeah. game over. Yeah. 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 You have to. You've no choice. And, and look, it's, 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 it's what I've always been doing anyways. Mm. But now I just have the neuroscience brought into it, which I love. It's fascinating. Like... Yoga was always had this kind of, and meditation and all, always had this kind of thing about, oh, it's all airy-fairy and it's a load of bollocks. But, and I remember but you thought that yourself, didn't I you? I thought that myself, yeah. but I, was, I just didn't understand it. And I have a type of mind that if something works, I want to know how it works. Mm. So I went and I studied for the last year through the lockdown, the neuroscience. And it's all about how your brain, your heart, 
connects your emotions like your feelings what happens to you when you when you meditate like how to regulate your your emotions like it's so mm. it's, like it's fascinating mm. and like now i've just gone on this rabbit hole of just finding a whole new platform to study and learn so we'll see what happens with that is that a way for you to integrate that to your yoga yeah yeah i bring it i bring it all in because yeah. if if i understand the mechanics of what happens in your brain like with your dopamine and your serotonin and stuff like I can explain that to people yeah. then they realise like you're more respected than what you do when you know more it's yeah. simple facts oh, yeah. like and when you're when you're going if you're anxious you know your system is flooding your system is flooding with either cortisone or adrenaline so when I get anxious now I know that okay I have too much adrenaline too much cortisone in my body what do I need to do now to reduce that how do I bring the dopamine levels back up mm. so it's all about balance and when you explain it to people like that they're like right okay that's that doesn't seem too eerie fairy like i can i can yeah. go with that and it, it's amazing yeah no best of luck and with then it. i have I'm sorry sure we'll see I'll, some I'll of cut it. you off so this week we have our full moon hike so i always do Seeing i'm going to yeah. do one event every one big event every month so i usually do i started the full moon swims like in august 2020 and no one was doing anything on the beaches and like look now yeah. do you know what i mean it's amazing so are, are you saying you created that? You're the, you're the starter? I am the starter <laughs> of the show. Uh, I did the first one in August 2020. I remember in saying to uh, my friends all summer, because uh, the Port Marnock Swim Rides were doing the, the AM, getting up at four and five in the morning. And I tried it once, and sure, Jay's, I was drunk tired for the rest of the day. Like, by 11 o'clock that day, my mind was gone. I'm a real sunset girl, Oy. and I like the evening. And yin yoga is, yin is the Chinese for moon. So the moon energy like is just really me. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to try and do this. They're all doing it in the morning, getting up for sunrise. I'm going to try this in the evening time. Mm. And then it just fucking... And w- w- what time do you do that? What, what specific times? Like, is it like eight o'clock? Seven, yeah, we, we, we kind of change it through the, through the seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you kind of kind of get the daylight out of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Usually at sunrise or sunset. Yeah, the sunset. <laughs> oh, no, but with Ireland, you know. Things and can change. Last week we had the sunrise hike up to Brayhead. That was that was beautiful. So this week we are out for the full moon hike. So I'll have something every month. I'm gonna try and put on twelve events, one each month. I'm gonna try and like move out a little bit. We might go traveling. We might go down the country. A li- like I've a few a few little things coming up, and we're back out in the class in the class. Go out into the park in the summer. So all summer now I'll be out in the park teaching. Unbelievable, energy is totally different. Lovely, sounds so amazing. Yeah. Outdoor in the Phoenix Park, it's mm. beautiful. Yeah, what, what's the biggest difference in that for you? In teaching outdoors, yeah. Oh, the energy in the trees, like it's totally different. Like it's just a different experience. You'll like, have to come and try it. Like, like that's yeah, what yeah. I was just thinking because I was probably already shooting down that idea because today mm. in the class that we done, I loved that atmosphere and that yeah. environment. I thought that was brilliant. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is me. I, I do this. You know yeah. What I mean? And then in my mind, I'm probably already shooting down the idea yeah. of doing it outdoors. Just you know? fear. Yeah, it probably is. Do you know Just what I mean? Fear. I don't. <laughs> but it, when when you're lying there and the sun on your face, like and this like the music. But well, see, you're well sun. clued in with yeah, all that. You yeah. appreciate the details. Yeah. Like you probably hear one leaf whistle, and we haven't a clue what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Well, well, I'm sitting there getting sunburned. <laughs> 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 Just melt into a yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving me class covered in blisters. 
Um, so what was the comment you made today in the studio? Oh, that was a cracker. It was yeah. the best. Yeah, I know you. And you, you forgot to press the button again. You got. I pressed the chair button. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't. Hear it. Repeat that comment from earlier on, man. Yeah, please. What? And press that what? button. What was the only sneaky comment in my class? What it, was it? It was, it was about, about me. Don't and worry. It was an absolute. You know, I couldn't even be angry. It was. What was it? I can't even remember. It was about. It was about. So let me elaborate on the story. Yeah, yeah. I was like, lads, I'm fucking loving this. My head's wrecked with this fucking sand on the floor or salt or whatever the fuck it is. You know when I was, I had my hands out yeah. on the mat. It's grand. It's it's mat. You're not moving. Yeah. And as soon as I kind of spread out, I felt like fucking. It was it was probably sand off someone's yoga mat that was in there before me probably, or something. But yeah. me, it, it was on my hands and I'm real fucking fussy with shit like yeah. that. You know me. I was like, yeah, bastard. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like. Uh, I love the lads, but it was wrecking my head. There was something on the floor, sand. I, thought, I don't know why I said salt. Clearly, just salt, <laughs> on, salt the on the floor. Well, you wouldn't know with all the bleeding stones and all, actually. Yeah. But um, then Martin says, uh, that's not fucking sand. That's dust from your body. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, man, give us a little. Yeah, it was a good one. It, it was a good one. It, 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 it hit different than the moment. Yeah, it did. It did, but Martin is the man for them gems. If oh, he just comes in. He shuts it. He, that's why he sits over there for an hour thinking, and then when he gets it, boom. Sitting over here dying for the curry, just, that's all I'm here for. Like. Come here, I just want to elaborate on that because one kind of stemming off that question is the whole sea swimming. What, what does that do for you? In particular, Jen, because it it like not that it's a new thing, but it's, it's getting really big now. Where yeah. everyone is looking to get into it. It's amazing. Now, me personally, I am a brutal swimmer. Yeah. Me and Jay went out <laughs> that day. We seen you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that day. Yeah. I had planned on getting. I oh know what was it. I why had did, planned. Why did I not get in? Because you, you were you were dressed. In. You were in fucking jeans or something. You were never getting in. Anyway. Yeah, but there was a reason <laughs> for it. Did I not there come up with some excuse? No. Yeah, you didn't have armbands. <laughs> Maybe that was uh, the thing. Was I, you didn't get in. no? I oh, see. That's more on me because yeah. I was in my shorts. I had my towel in the car, and then by the time he pulled up, I was like, "Lads, I'm not getting in there." Like, fuck that. He's bottled it. Yeah. I don't give a bollocks. I went out and bought a life jacket, and I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot with my life jacket. Did you really buy a life jacket? Yeah, I did. Fucking. We did. Because oh, I want to experience it. I want to jump in and see what it's like. I well, can swim. I'm just brutal. When are we all gonna go and do it? I can just. I'm just like little paddle, like it's a fucking forty foot or whatever. I know, but just go around the other side, where it's calmer. And I'm watching walk everybody in. going up there and just jumping. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're on the little beach, aren't you? Up. And what you can't swim. I wouldn't be great now. I nearly died at the forty foot. Well, you can flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, yeah. You can I, float. I weigh about twenty stone. Yeah. So when I get in the water, I just die. The water's calm. I'm okay. When it starts getting a bit wavy, ah oh no, we bollocks on yeah. now, we're here around to the sandy cove. When I get into the water, so I get brick tied to me for. Yeah, you're like yeah. the jungle, but, but <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to swim, like, you just have to even walk in. And what the cold does is, the cold will shock your body, and you have to regulate your breathing. Right. And the minute you get that, the minute that clicks with you, your mind just goes so quiet. Right. Like Are you allowed to get in water with your t-shirt on, eh? Whatever you want. I don't think you yeah, need the extra weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What did he say? Me, 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 It was just a fucking... It was another fat joke. <laughs> oh, that's just, there's nothing new there. At least we're, we're not, not getting we, them for Right, Jay, so we agreeing to go out then? We and get out, in. Like, fine. When was this, lads? In the summer or something? Yeah, it was. Because we had fucking unreal weather, didn't we? Like, yeah. Well, look, it, it was if you didn't get in the summer, you're not going to get yeah. in the summer. Oh, yeah. no, I won't get in now. <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll, I'll we'll. I've no problem getting in. It was just I'm not getting a bleeding thousand noise. Don't go around to the other side. Don't go to the 40 foot. It was manky. It was manky that day. It was all fucking green shit in the... You have a lot of excuses. Yeah. Now, look, I'll get in. Just take the plunge, mate. Shock you on. 
Yeah, Iron Bands. It was actually a good day out though that day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually quality one. We'd, we'd, we'd have to go out towards the end of it. We had an awful We'd go out in about June. We'd go out in about June or something. We're not going out till the summer. I get involved. I think it'd probably be better this time of year just because you get more of the fucking... Yeah. Feelings, am I right in saying that? Look at fucking thousand noise going Until they figure out a way Until they figure out a way to heat it, I'm not doing it. Fuck that. Right, the next one. Would you ever consider doing an audio book or calm audio? Yeah, I would love to. And I was telling you, I always get asked, will I record the readings? You know the readings I do in the class? Mm. Or would I record <coughs> like the, re- the readings and the meditations? And I'd love to. You know the book I use? It's a daily reflection. And right. I would love to just read, record each day and put it out so that you can just go on to like Spotify or whatever it is and every morning just press it. And listen it's so it. easy to do. I know. I don't know how to do it. I mean, I don't know how to do something. I just... Get a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great it's idea, guys. We might the same. See, we like, just eat or something. We might as well order. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking simple. Yeah, there's yeah. a menu. But if you've never it, done it before it. and you're not tech savvy, she doesn't yeah, want I'm to. Te- I'm not. I would love to. I'm not tech savvy. Right. So I'll, I'll show you how to do it in a matter of seconds when this is over. It's so simple. It's like recording a voice note on your phone. Okay. And then what I would suggest at the start is just have the music playing in the background mm. when you do it, just to simplify it for yourself. Yeah. And then when you grow a bit of confidence, then you'll add music and. You'll yeah, I like the bit music. Yeah, it, it definitely adds to it, doesn't it? Mm. Like 100%. It's the ambiance, isn't it? It's all about the ambiance. Audio. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? An audio book? Audio, audio book, yeah. Audio book on the way. There you yeah. go. Or else some ASMR or something like that. Either way, <laughs> you'd be grand. <laughs> <laughs> if she was a Pokemon, what kind of Pokemon would she be? I don't be even know anyone in Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I just know Pikachu. It's an Instagram question. Oh so right, okay. Did you never, did you never click Pokemon cards as a kid? No? Can we name no. a chain whoever sent that in? Maybe, well, maybe I, I don't know. Jay, Jay has that right. information. Look, he, don't. He's getting Pikachu. Name I'll go with Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> you said he's getting name and shame. Because you're electric. No, mommy out there. There's no reason no. so we don't have for her. No. Fuck's sake. But <laughs> well, you continue, I'm gonna Will find I? this fella. Yeah, right. I'm gonna name and shame him. There's only no, one last name. Uh, actually, I wanna And if ask you can't you. find them, just blame Wes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask about the the no money thing? Because well, when I was down the toilet, that's the only reason I'm asking. Yeah, so we I think we've seen something where it's like uh if you've no money, it's no excuse not to go to the class or something like that. Or to so he's going to be there every week and won't give you a sign. Are you saying you're not going to pay? No, no, that's This no, is choppy waters now, be careful. No, I know that where that came up, yeah. So when I, was, when, when I was struggling and when I was in college and a single parent and all that stuff, like I know what it's like to have nothing. Do you know what I mean? I know what it's like to have nothing. Like <laughs> the the garage where I live, like we don't, like if I had to get to walk, I had to get to college. Like if you had two or three euro and pennies, like you'd be throwing it into your man in the garage, and he just knew by looking at me, and he he never said that. And do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's like I just know what it's like to have nothing. And if the class is helping you, or if something that I'm doing is helping you, and you're stuck at home because for whatever reason at the minute you just can't get there, like. Just talk to me like it's private. Do you know what I mean? And I mm. and I and I and I just say that to to everyone. Like, don't miss the class if it's helping your mind, and you need to get to it. Like, don't stay away just because of money. Like, you know mm. what I mean? That and that just shows that you love what you do. 
Jen, do yeah. you know what I mean? That yeah. money isn't the driving force. It's not force. a financial it's incentive. Yeah. It's a lovely little yeah. policy and to have. I know people probably listening that are business people, like, she's a fucking idiot. Like, I've had people say this to me, like, what? Mm. You're a fucking idiot. And I'm yeah, like... Well, I'm pretty sure you'd have rent to pay on the I'm, studio. Like, yeah, really. like, obviously, I don't let anyone take the piss. Yeah, so you have to pay for the rap as well, actually. You pay for the yeah. sleep. <laughs> <down. laughs> like, obviously... Go get in the door. I think sometimes people... <laughs> I, I get annoyed sometimes. I think sometimes people can have a perception of me that I'm too soft or I'm a bit of a doormat or... And that gets anno- that annoys me that does because I'm not. Mm. And trust me, I'm not. Yeah, you're, you're a black belt in karaoke. Like as I'm well. a black belt. <laughs> but you know, I just don't see the point in somebody struggling. Yeah. When you don't need. Especially when you've been there yourself, it's. I know what it's like. Yeah. And it'll come good, and it always comes back to you. Yeah. Totally agree. Right. Did you bring any gifts for the lads? Oh, I've seen this one at the end. <laughs> the talking bollocks, lads. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did notice she came empty-handed. So you got well, free yoga. You got over. free yoga class off well, me yeah, this morning. Did, did they ever do yoga class with you? Did the lads come to me class? Oh no, no, they no, came, they've they come came to, to the beach. Yeah, yeah, they did it on the beach with right. me once. Yeah, they and had what, the best experience of their life. What way does the beach work? So would you would you charge for them on the beach as no, well? No, the beaches are free. The beaches um, are free. Most of the time, we'll probably do donations for suicide awareness. Dublin fifteen. Right. Like myself, and I'll you give John. I'll give John a shout out. John Boland is my friend. He is another advocate for Suicide Awareness Dublin 15. And between the beach stuff and the hike for hopes, we've raised thousands over the last two years. So Suicide Awareness Dublin 15 is where I come from. My friend, Ma Lillian, uh, Lillian actually set it up because one of my best friends, Gregory, hung himself. So that's that's his man. So you, you've had two? I've close. had a lot of set suicides. Like most of my friends are are, are dead, yes. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of suicides and a lot of overdoses. So mm. I've, I've, I've seen a lot. Do you know what I mean? And I know what it does to communities. So yeah, if I can lived help. lived life anyway, haven't you? Oh, I've seen everything. I don't think there's anything that I haven't experienced. Mm, smart, isn't so it? So to be able to give back to Lillian and, and help that, the charity is amazing. They don't get any government funding. They get nothing. Right. So to be able to give back to them is, it's, it's just a gift. Like And in, it, in the process of helping everyone that shows up as well. Yeah. Do you know and what look, I mean? that's where you get your good karma. I know that, like, when you do your charity work, like, the universe looks after you. Like, the stuff that I did in them hostels, like, I would never take it back. I was, I was happy to do it. But look at the life that I have now. Mm. And I put a lot of what I have now down to, to what I done then, you know? Fair play to Do you ever feel <clears throat> like... W- would it plastic bag? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh he wasn't, he wasn't going anywhere. No. <laughs> no. Do you ever feel so, you. like a plastic bag? Obviously, you have a daughter. <laughs> yeah. You're so into kind of helping people and giving out positive energy. When you come home, do you ever feel like that's kind of like you're kind of tired and she doesn't see her best self from that or do you feel it actually benefits her from all the... Now, I would take that. She's benefiting from all this because you're at a kind of spiritual, mental level that you were never thought as a kid but now you have all the skills in place plus some to now teach her daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, my, I'm an emotional wreck. When I watch Bleeding, <laughs> there's an ad on the telly makes me upset. Saying, like, music is really... Have you... Sorry for cutting you off. Yeah. Did you watch The Rescue? I'll do it to him because he does that everybody. The Did rescue? you watch The Rescue? Yeah. Please, no. if anybody's listening, please go and watch this film tonight. It's the new documentary out about the Thai, the 13 kids in the Thailand, in the caves. Oh, and yeah. they were rescued. It will 
blow you away. It will completely restore your faith in humanity and you will cry your fucking eyes out. It is the one, the most powerful thing that I have ever seen. Did you ever see Click? No. Broke me heart. The Adam Sandler movie? (laughs) Fucking broke me heart. I think when I first seen it. He's lying on the ground in the rain and I'm just like, bollocks. (laughs) Oh my God. Marley and May is another one. Armageddon, when he pushes him in the box to the elevator shift. No, that's it at the end of that movie. Wonder, Jersey Wonder. The little boy that wears the helmet. No. Oh, Jake. When was the last time you cried? Like ah, over a movie About three Every seconds ago I cry all the time <laughs> What was the last time You cried over a movie Watching over that Rescue during the night Rescue Yeah What's the last movie I watched I cried during the night Yeah well, I always cried To a movie though Yeah What one like? I can't remember I watched so much Fucking TV Wait Martin Please give me nothing what, When was the last time You cried over a movie I don't really watch A lot of movies But uh, years watch and years ago Watch that documentary Martin Armageddon please. got me Years and years ago Armageddon Yeah well, What's yours I'll probably say a uh, movie or uh, what's that one we bought a zoo or something what yeah 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 but what fa- is it yeah I think it's called we bought a zoo fucking Matt Damon or something yeah. is it yeah yeah, yeah yeah that was like oof and I was watching it with Kelly and I was like oh that's not even know. meant to be like sad no, but it's just but it, it, it plays on your heart I'm gonna like, watch that what's it called I think it's we bought a zoo or something what? something called. like that reminds yeah. me yeah. of that bitch Carol Baskin I cried at that when she won it's Ryan's not talking in this one yeah but no, there was a bit in it where it was like, I was trying, like, I was trying to like carry not see me anyway. But I was just like, why did we do that? I don't know. Yeah. But I was, I, I did it like, as well, even with the kids. But I think I was trying to it where I was just like, yeah, you need to come to my. I forgot to say about my cacao ceremony. Yeah, what? You need to come to that. What's that? So I trained in. Uh, I'm a cacao facilitator as well. So we drink cacao. This is What's cacao? Cacao is a uh, plant medicine and it comes from the jungle in Guatemala. I like the so sound of this. <laughs> Martin's in. Martin's camp. <laughs> Give him so three like bucks. DMT or something, is it? Cacao, <laughs> it's not a psychedelic. Ah. So you won't be bleeding, uh, seeing anything, but it's a very, very spiritual plant. It's the cacao bean. Like, the bean. Yeah, chocolate. Like. The, the cacao that I work with is from the indigenous tribes in the Guatemala jungle and it's, it's sacred. So when we drink it in ceremony, and we do the bread work with it like it's a huge emotional release so i started to drink that uh at the start of the this year yeah i ended up in a retreat somewhere on a plant medicine retreat and uh it was i've heard of this it was it was during the lockdown when you couldn't leave the 5k and i was like i have to get out of here my mind is is going this is too much for me how many days did it go for three days or something yeah two two nights did it involve a full moon no, I, no I, I was talking to a girl recently and she was telling me about this retreat she went on. She said it changed her whole life. Like. Yeah, there's loads of stuff going on. Like, the like the world is changing. Yeah. The world, the, the consciousness of the world is changing and the cacao is just a medicine that it's a lot of healing, but it's raising your vibration as well. Mm. So when you are actively raising your vibration, like, that's how you start to manifest and attract things into your life, you know? And it's... Like, it's 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 magic. See, I'm game for all that shit, but when people start banging, bleeding drums and shit, and I Not just a bit of shaman. Ah, no, I just <laughs> look, I think I think you need to be with uh, particular right, people yeah, and you all. Have to be in the right environment for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you can't. Like we wouldn't be able to go because we just start breaking. Oh, hundred percent. I'd go. Yeah, this is what I'm yeah. saying. But together, I just wouldn't work. Well, well, you I don't know. You want to be the child? I'd give it a bash. I'd give it a bash. I think is it like my. Cacao ceremony because and I've when had, is it? I've had well, I long I've had a few um, 
just before Christmas. So I'll organise more, obviously, going forward for this Keep year. us in the loop on but that, what though. I'm saying about is the crying is that all the lads that have come to it have all had huge emotional releases, and it's been amazing to see. So is that oh. why you like it? You just like getting these young lads oh, yeah, breaking them? You know like, I, cry. Actually, <laughs> I actually do get messages like, all right, Jeb, um, looking to get into a bit of yoga, but uh, apparently you make everyone cry. Impression like, class. Grand, grand. Well, if you make the average Joe so cry, we'd probably be in bits though. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I would be like a baby, I'd say. You don't need a yoga mat. You just need to bring a towel and learn it. Yeah. Of tissues, yeah. yeah, 100%. Don't give him tissues. But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's amazing. Do you know what I mean? Everybody deserves to have that chance to heal and to let go, you know? They've yeah. done to so much stuff. Yeah, it's just whatever it is that you're doing, like just touch on that one next year. I just need Which to get one? this, yeah. Uh, the, the top one on the Dude. Instagram, I think. Yeah. What's he doing? Dude. Oh, the field is here. Oh, look. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, what kind of routine does Jen have? What time yeah, would she yeah, wake up, go to bed, her morning routine, and so on? Ah, I love a bit of Monday mindset. So, this is actually what blew the page up. Um, I developed this thing called the Monday mindset. So, in all my years of therapy, I'm working on myself. Uh, every time I put the pen down, my mind ends up in a mess and I end up back in counselling. I'm all over the place. And the first thing the therapist always says to me is, you put your pen down, Jen, didn't you? And I'm like, right, okay, I did. So when I get up in the morning, I get up about seven, I go in, I have my cup of tea, and straight away I just sit down and I have my notepad and I literally map out what I have to do for the day. Mm. Write down my to-do list, write down all my goals. My goals are usually personal goals, like how am I going to treat people today? If there's something part of my personality that I'm trying to work on, like if I've been very judgmental the mm. last few weeks, like I bring that into my goals, yeah. like don't be so judgmental. I do my affirmations, I do my gratitude, and then I always uh, have a little pay it forward as well. So I bring that into my practice. Like I'm very mindful that somewhere along the day, or if you can, or through the week, just do something nice for someone else. So that's kind of my mindset. Like I have to have everything wrote down. Mm -hmm. If I don't have the stuff wrote down, my mind is just, it, it's a mind pit. And yeah. nothing gets done. I get too overwhelmed. My anxiety is through the roof. And that's actually what blew up the pages because when I was struggling with the lockdown, I was like, everyone else must be. And I just developed this little thing from, from everything I learned in counselling, everything I learned in 12 steps, and I just simplified it. And it's just it's just a little, a little I've developed this little notepad. And every Monday morning, we were all on the live at 7 o'clock, like hundreds, couple of hundred people. I think I carried, I felt like I was carrying the country on my back <laughs> at one stage. And I was like, why is, why is everyone else not telling us to do this? Yeah. And I think that's, Probably one of the things that I'd be kind of known for is the is the mindset stuff. It, it's it's one it's a powerful thing the mindset stuff because I know like I need that like whatever it is my mindset I'm so I'm that January person yeah I'll start it yeah I won't even get to March yeah. no, do you I'm know a what I mean um, and I I, I, I but that's the thing I I feel like I search for that consistency yeah but this just doesn't allow me to have that yeah. you know and I think one thing that like. Me and Martin said it, especially after the class today. You know, we done it today, right? Knowing that we have a podcast later on. And I think we just felt good, didn't we? Yeah, as I was saying, like, it felt like podcast. a great way to end one week and start the next yeah. week. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I think it sets you up for the Monday going to work. Yeah. And you're in better spirits. You feel a bit loose or whatever. But also, I think it, it'll benefit us in the sense as well, coming to do a show that night or whatever. Yeah. Knowing we, we feel good about it yeah. and stuff. And I think that stemmed from you. I know it probably sounds like we're blowing smoke the whole episode, but we genuinely got that void from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. No, no problem. Like it's a testament to yourself and, and the things that you do. Like, you know, it just shows, and you're still 
continuously searching for the next thing to do to better whether it's the yoga or so what did you say that the new thing is they are studying uh, this year coaching with neuroscience neuroscience yeah, yeah. i'm completely with all them bleeding <laughs> science names and shit like that but yeah it just shows it's a testament to yourself and and fair play to you and continue to do it because obviously your mindset is going to get you there it's going to yeah. get you over the line even though you said you probably feel like you'll struggle with it this year or whatever you'll get there you yeah. know what i mean so fair play to you i just wanted to say that because i Genuinely, really enjoyed it today. So, ah. thank you. Yeah, ah. we had a good day. Thank good. you. Look we had a great day. <laughs> ah. Thank you. Yeah, you, you get the food ready. Are you getting born from the lights? Or are you just going red? <laughs> bit about, but bit about. <laughs> um, Aunt else you want to cover, DJ? Do we have everything covered? Do you think, or is Aunt you want to touch on yourself, Jen? I don't. I think we've done a lot. Mm. I yeah. think you know what I genuinely think that there's a there's a second episode in this somewhere. Would you Down, agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can do a recap on our cacao trip. Yeah, Martin you know just had to text me when I was downstairs <laughs> saying, "End the episode. I'm starving." So that's where this is coming from. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, I'm trying to just quickly scroll through to make sure that there's nothing we're missing for this particular episode because, like I said, we don't want to uh, drain you mentally either. You know. I like that. Yeah, like we didn't have to go too far. Yeah. Into into like kind of dark stuff yeah you know what I mean but we've had a, a great yeah. conversation we went in and jumped out a little bit we, we got a few dipped wet. the toe yeah. yeah we dipped the toe we got a few feelings out of you yeah <laughs> we get that every fucking week with this fella don't we man oh, we're stop. an open book lads what can we say <laughs> what page are we on oh, Jesus I wouldn't know four chapter anyway you're, now, a, listen. you're a trilogy you're not a book <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Um, thanks for coming on, Jen. Really appreciate it. Um, next time we see it on the beach, hopefully you're not as rude as you were the first oh, time. Sure. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we get gifts like the talking bollocks lads did. Um, He's got yoga. She invested I'm only in joking, his. I'm only joking. Listen, Jen. Every t- everyone I've spoke to has said nothing but great things about you. Enjoyed the conversation today. Enjoyed the yoga today. We'll pop out on Sunday again. We might. Bring a guest or two with us as long as your um your class allows it. But yeah, thanks very much. Really Thank enjoyed you. it. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you.